Blog Talk Radio. Totally between the three of you guys, uh, well, girls and guys, uh, you got you will answer the questions, and you're trying to beat each other because uh, ATAZT got some money on this, and I'm putting a nine a new shiny twenty dollar bill out for you guys. Whoever wins this competition. <laughs> a $20 bill. And we are in a recession, so please bear with me. Down in way again, Rolanda. Totally between the three of you guys, uh, well, girls and guys, uh, you, got, you will answer the questions and you're trying to beat each other because uh ATAZT got some money on this and I'm putting a nine a new shiny twenty dollar bill out for you guys whoever wins this competition. <laughs> a twenty dollar bill and we are in a recession so please bear with me. Down in way again, Rolanda. Okay, I am going to go with she said 80. Mm-hmm. Characters in movies. Um, there's a lot of women actresses in movies. So I'm going to say slightly lower than that. And I'm going to go. Look, I sound like I'm on um, the million dollars. Jeopardy, Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I would like to ask the audience. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She bought it, so I, I I uh really enjoyed it, and I walked up in the line. I know we had never met before in person, talked to her many so times. Awesome. It was awesome to meet you. Yeah, same here. And I'm just like I said, when you get to your church, you need to let me know. And I I know, hey, when you speak it in existence, you know, you speak it, it comes in existence. So I'm just I'm just saying, when you get to your church. Don't worry, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna know anyway. <laughs> It'll be on one of these websites. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I guess I'm going to our church right that's, now. That's funny, but yeah, <laughs> I I truly appreciate you for that because I just thank you for that support because I was a, a ball of nerves, but God moves, you know. Her wife to be looks. I mean, I need to know what Miss T A Z is going to look like. I have picture, yes, here. All women have their backs turned in a long Indian dress. Which back is hers? The big back, yes. <laughs> Man, she's got a big Nagabi. <laughs> Carrying over the thirst, so I may need a wheelbarrow. <laughs> you black man like big box? I heard song. Baby got the back. Baby got the back. I like big butts, and I can't hold up. Nice. Hold up, sir. Money a lot. Uh, uh, version. I should have sent y'all the new version, but it's cool. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a question. What uh-huh. promoted to put that dial tone all the way through there? <laughs> I, I'm like, it, I, I said, oh my god, they done hooked the dial tone up. Now it was, yeah, it was my idea because I'm like, I want people to almost find it annoying. Like, damn, I sure hear that a lot because, I mean, you hear it a lot anyway on your phone, but it's like to hear it through a song. It's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 30 minutes. If you go on 70 minutes, no, 30 minutes out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, because I did it. 
<laughs> All the way through Steubenville, me and Billy Anderson drove 70 miles an hour, made it in 30 minutes downtown Pittsburgh. Uh, tri-state area where Pittsburgh, West Virginia, and Ohio meet on the river. Uh, shoot them up, bang, bang town. Many Chicago is what they call it. Yeah. Death all around. And anything about ready to jump off at any time. For real. Yeah, and that's the place we call home. Wow. <laughs> and you out. call it that with purpose. With purpose and meaning, because my mom and dad's there. We he we didn't have no money. And here's oh. the speech I here's the speech I gave DJ. We ain't got no money. All I got is forty dollars for gas. That's when gas was low. We ain't talking about just now, right? We talking about years ago in ninety in ninety six, ninety seven, early ninety seven. Uh, at least twenty years ago. Okay. <laughs> and gas was low. You could ride forty dollars and go all the way back down south. I said oh, I only yeah. got forty forty dollars. We can't eat. No, we can't eat. I said, now nah, I know this girl in Louisville. And if she don't look good, we ain't staying here, but if she look good I'm gonna ask her to cook us though. So the whole time man, you're going, please look good. Please look <laughs> Uh, Mr. Turner, let's yeah, get this no. in the movie. Uh, for real, for real, I'm for real in the mud. <laughs> let's get this in the movie and get uh, one of these uh, young, uh, up-and-coming hip-hop artists to play uh, Chris. Let's do this, man. I agree, and that's that's what we're shooting for too. And just being able to tell, you know, give an alternate, you know, an alternate to, to our story in terms of hip-hop. So, correct. Well, I appreciate you for coming on. Like I said. Uh, I will stay in contact with you and uh, definitely check on you from time to time. And when that next book come out, my uh, brother, uh, make sure you hit me up so I can oh, absolutely. get a hold of him. I, I, I'm one of your number one fans now. Oh, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, too. This is, you know, probably one of the best interviews I've, I've had. You guys are, are, you know, absolutely great. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do. These type of venues are absolutely important because it helps artists such as myself, you know, to for us to get to that next level. But really, you, I'll never go back. Truly, here is a lesson I wanna teach. Girl, I'm still waiting. Practice what you preach. Oh, yeah, Lord. just like I said, I seen you coming through that door with that pretty smile. Debbie, don't hit me in the head with a brick. It's just entertainment, girl. Just entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in Atlanta, trying to drive, and the battery went out. And I called you, cause back then they had car phones. We didn't have no cell phones. We yeah. used that car phone, and it was dying. It was on its last end. I said, yeah. "Come hit me, cause your girl is cold out." <laughs> <laughs> we were stuck. I said, "I'm stuck on 85. I don't know where we at." <laughs> Come get me. Everybody else I see on the line, uh, DJ, you in the house? I'm here, babe. Hey, T-A-Z-T. T-A-Z live on Bomb Talk Radio. Your host, T-A-Z. And tonight, 
we have Jamila. I, am I saying it correctly? Hello? Six, yes, seven, you got it right. Okay. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Well, that's great because uh, one of my friends that was on Facebook told me to check you out a couple years ago. And uh, mm-hmm. his, his name is Sean. <laughs> he's friends of the show. And uh, okay. he's my brother, and he's been on the show before. We call him DJ Stroke. He told me to check you out on Facebook just a couple years back. And I checked you out. I listened mm-hmm. to the music, and I liked it. But I was so busy at the time, and then through living life, <laughs> I I had forgot until I ran into the video. It's over, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta get on the show." That's when I hit you up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh okay. man, I'm old. I forgot. I forgot." <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm happy that it didn't rub you the wrong way. I have some. Um, the male supporters that are no longer supporting me because of the song and the video. Don't really? know why, but it rubbed them. A- yes, they uh, made a special uh, moment to actually inbox me on Facebook to say um, that they had just broken up with someone or I'm promoting male bashing and things like that. And that, you know, I didn't understand why they just didn't delete themselves, but they wanted to make it personal. And, you know, they asked me to delete them. And I was like, fine, I'll block you. So we're done with that. So, I, But I've had a lot of mail. Believe it or not, um, 80, 75 to 80% of my supporters on my page are men. And, I mean, the videos did awesome. We're like, you know, uh, it really did good. Even YouTube was reaching out to me to tell me that the strategy for the video was really doing wonderful. We're over 5,200 views on the video for it to be an independent project without a major label or investors or anything like that. But a lot of my male supporters have really, truly supported that video and my song. I actually made jokes about it, you know. So, you know, it just proves to show, you know, Wow! It doesn't matter what what nationality, what gender, or whatever. It, I, I want my music to hit everyone. I'm not biased on age group or anything, and you know that's just who I am. Well, uh, I really, I, I do music myself, so that might be the reason why I'm biased. But I do music myself, and I love music. But I really mm-hmm. love music and everything because I hit it up. It's like probably about midnight sometime, my time, and I was like, whoa, i got to hit her up right now. <laughs> so I just like, <laughs> but I guess a few minutes later, you hit me back. I was like, well, I didn't mean to wake you up, but I'm I you up. I need you on this show <laughs> for really real, real. And I went down the line and listened to some more of your music on our Spotify, and I was really feeling that too as well. So um, you started at the age of six. I said starting at the age of four. I started singing at the age of four. And um, my mom just kept the, you know, the engine going. I wrote my first song when I was eight. And actually that song, Don't Block Me, that you heard from the previous CD, that Uh was the song, Don't Block Me. But, of course, I had to, you know, make it more mature, you know, because on the previous, uh, you know, when I was little like that, the hook was, you know, of course, a little more simpler, but the concept is still the same. And I, you know, just wanted my first song to 
be on that first CD. This um, it's over. It's, when it's the new song for the new CD that we're about to promote, which is um, this uh, CD is going to be the CD is called uh, Back Into Me. Like I said, I was feeling it all the way around, and uh, thank you. Were you just singing at such a young age? And you said you wrote your first song at eight. Yeah, I was eight years old. I was with my grandmother, and uh, she liked cowboy movies, and um, <laughs> she was sitting there watching mm-hmm. it, and I can't really remember what the concept of was, was the movie, but evidently the guy and the, the male was breaking up or something, and, you know, it just came to me, and I was like, you know, he's rejecting her or whatever, and it just came to my mind, like, you know, don't block me. And, you know, like I said, the hook back then was so simple. It was like, don't block me. I love you. Don't block me. I'm strong enough for two. Don't block me. It isn't time for crying. Don't block me. It's time for trying. So that was the hook back then at the age of eight. But then, of course, you know, as I got older, I had to spruce it up. So like I said, the concept is still the same, Taz. It's still the same, but, you know, I had to make it mature. Yeah, yeah, because uh, at eight, I'm sure you was a little mature, but not that mature. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew what love was at eight. <laughs> <laughs> had to do some growing up first. I understand. I understand. But, hey, that's amazing because uh, when people are really into their craft, they usually mm-hmm. start off young, which is amazing to a lot of other people, mm-hmm. but. You know, people that do music, we understand, but I'm just saying, still amazing, even though you were able to mm-hmm. to write a hook at that age, that, that young age. Well, I got a favorite from my father. My father was a songwriter, um, and he was a musician, and he was uh, also a, a, a karate instructor. He was a black belt, uh, licensed hands and uh, feet, and um, but in his spare time, he, my mother and my father loved music, and um, that's what they played in the house. I remember as a kid, you know, Nina Simone, uh, Sarah Vaughn, uh, Gloria Watsi. I grew up singing jazz, like old stuff like that. So when I got to school, I was like, okay, well, let me get into, like, you know, the uh, barge and, you know, but then when I would leave school singing R&B, I would go home and go back to those songs that were like Nina Simone and Sarah Vaughn and, you know, Dinah Washington, you know, people, Frida Payne, people, I mean, not Frida Payne, but um, Ella Fitzgerald. And my father wrote uh, some songs for Frida Payne back in the day. Uh, I think she was in Motown or something like that. So, you know, I'm not a musician, but I'm a singer and I'm a songwriter. So, you know, it, it came from him, basically. And your influences was from your father then, I I would assume so. Very much so. Very much so. That's cool. Uh, the first song I want to play is the one that you uh, you wrote when you was eight. <laughs> the one you oh, gave us. Ew. The one. Ew. I want to play that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. the, uh, I, I love the beat to it too because I was listening to it uh, last night. I was like, Oh, yeah, before I'm you go, this. I got to give him his props. Before you go, please let me say this: Charlie Hall was the producer of the. Uh, he produced that track. And the person that did the mixing and mastering is Guap, who is also known, uh, he's Guap Music, who's also known as Noelle Bennett. That's like my partner in music. You know, I go in with the song, and he go in, and he put the effects to it and put his little, you know, give me little hints and things to do. So we like, I call ourselves like Tim, Tim and Missy, you know. But um, right. 
Charlie Hall produced the beat, and I wrote and sung it, all vocals, and um, uh, Glot within it did the uh, the mixing and the mastering. Here it is. Don't block me. Jamila. Thank you. That's what I grew up 
listening to, but you can go to school and 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 uh in high school scatting. People laugh at you. They don't understand that concept of jazz, but that's what I grew up off of. That's my that's my home. Jazz is my home. That's what I said. That's the jazz in her. <laughs> I felt, I felt <laughs> it when I heard it. When I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that song. I really like that song. Uh, in your bio, you said you asked God that if this career was for me to guide me, show me, and I'll follow. I told him I would be ready for all the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I will mm-hmm. still stand my ground. How did you feel at that mm-hmm. time when you was uh, uh, saying that prayer to the Lord? I opened myself up. And I said, you know, either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. It's um, a history behind it, of course. Um, but um, at the time, I was, like, really meditating, and I was definitely getting my prayers in. And, you know, I um, I just I, I put my faith in God. God has just always been there for me. You know, and I just, that was just one time I was like, you know, if this is meant for me, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to see how this is going to roll. If it's not, nobody can say I didn't try, you know. And, you know, my kids are pretty much older now, so I only have one that's 11, about to be 12. And I've invested so much time into being a mom and, and having my kids and being a wife and, you know, I put so much time into that to where I kind of stepped away from my music for a long time, but I just couldn't stop writing. It was like no matter where I was, when I was at work, going to the mailbox to get the mail, this hook would come to me. And I have, if you if you really saw an area where I keep all my songs, there's hooks and stuff written on the back of letters, like envelopes that you pull from the mailbox, some little uh, little sticky pads that I stuck in my drawer when I was working at MCI. You know, it was just like I just could not stop writing. It was like little, the little sticky pad on the computer, and I was like, you know, at the time before I had my children, I was like, maybe I misjudged this. Maybe the music was just something that was temporary. You know, you know, I lost my father at a young age, and I was battling with that, and you know, it was just a lot going on, and I was like, okay, now that, you know, now that I'm a mom, you know, I was told I could never have kids, even when I wasn't trying. So, you know, when I became a mother, I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. I didn't have not only one child, I have, you know, had four. So it was like, right. you know, maybe I misjudged it. Maybe I'm supposed to be a mom and a wife. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. But when I just couldn't stop, like, I would have dreams. And I had dreams I would be performing on the stage, and I would have this song that would just, I would be singing that I never heard of that came to me. And one day I just woke up like eight years ago and I was like, you know what? I misjudged it again. I mean, I never questioned God, but I was questioning myself. Like, you know, how could you be so stupid? You know, everybody can't write a song, you know, you, you know, you can sing, you know, why, why are you misjudging this? And I just stepped back into it and I was like, you know, I know God is not going to mislead me. He's not going to steer me wrong and I'm just going to do it. You know, you can never say, you know, my, my thing is, God didn't make a mistake when he gave me what he gave me. And, you know, why be, you know, ungrateful and just let it waste? So I got right. back into my music and I hooked up with um somebody introduced me. A guy named Eric Williams introduced me to um, Guap. And, you know, we just 
put music together. Of course, I had to go back to vocal coaching and things like that because my voice was not as powerful as it was when I was younger. Like, you know, I, I could sing in school in an auditorium. I was, like, always voted most talented when I was in school. But my voice was so strong to where I would have to be told, stand away from the mic or she don't need a mic. But now it's like, you know, because I'm older, you know, yeah, I can hold a note and I can do certain things with it, but, you know, I need a mic. That's a practice. It's an instrument, too. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. You know, and I'm thankful, but, you know, people say if you don't use it, you lose it. And I, I feel like God has been merciful because, um, you know, um, he could have taken it away from me. He could have taken it away from me, but evidently my purpose has not been completed. That's what he wants me to do. And, I, you know, he made me, he made it possible for me to still have it, for me to still go there. Well, that's good. And I'm glad that you're still doing it because, believe me, this, there's never a time to quit. As long as there's a fire burning inside of you and you kept writing like you said, and that was the fire right there. That was the fire showing you it's still burning with you creating yeah. stuff in your mind. So I'm glad you're still doing it. And like I said, Thank don't you. don't quit. Don't quit. You <laughs> I know. need some more music. Don't quit. <laughs> oh, I trust me. This, this new CD is going to be hot. Oh my God, it's going to talk. It's going to be. Um, I'm only going to have two personal songs in there. Cause, you know, when I put out uh, the first song, It's Over, people was like, well, who hurt you? You know, who broke your heart? And, you know, I was getting all kind of inboxes, and I'm like, you know, somebody was like, you know, I would never want to be that guy that hurt you. And I'm like, this is not even about, it's just, it's not personal. I mean, this is yeah, just a song it. that I wrote. I mean, I, I heard the hook. The hook is by, I mean, the beat. The beat was created by Flash Beats. Flashbeats.net. Um, his name is Isaac, Eric Isaac, I think, is the producer with that uh, collaboration of that company. And um, I heard the beat. Now, I'm, I'm going to type the songwriter now. Back then, I was type of songwriter I could just write. But now, um, like for the past 15, 20 years, I've been the type of songwriter where I have to have the beat first, and I surround the song around the beat. So, I heard the beat, and I was like, you know what? So I got to come with it. I got to have a song that's going to hit you, a song that's meaningful, and it's got to have that kick. And that's when I came up with It's Over. I was like, you know what? We we, we got this. This, this got to be a tell-off song because the beat is, is jumping. You know, it's got to be something that's talking about, you know, you're reading somebody or something. And that's how I came up with that song. It's nothing personal at all. But I keep telling people a true songwriter can write about anything. It doesn't have to be personal. Um, my song Back Into Me, that's the name of the title of the CD as well. That's going to be personal because it is personal. It's talking about me, you know, putting what I wanted to do to the side to be there for, you know, my family members and raising my family, you know, my outside of my, my immediate family and being there, you know, and raising my family and, and, you know, just getting myself together. So now it's like, you know, like I said, now it's about me. So right. back into me. This uh this song is it's over. I'm getting ready to play right now. You described it to a T. It's over. <laughs> Basically, 
And uh, again, I want to say thanks to Flash Beats. Boy, it's over. You know you gotta go. I packed your shoe. I don't want you no more. You and your shoe gotta go. I'm tired of your lying and trying to make a fight, boy. It's over. I don't want you no more. You and your shoe gotta go. I'm tired of your lying and trying to make a fight, boy. It's over. I am so done. I got nothing to say. Up your life is out in the hallway. I told you once, I told you twice. One day you'll be out my life. You just didn't know it was the day. We both know I deserve better than this. I'm wasting my time on something worthless. It's time that I'm all on it is what it is. I can't with you. So boy, take this L and just walk out the door Don't you look back, cause love ain't it no more You won't ain't gonna finesse me anymore I packed your shoe I don't want you no more You and your shoe gotta go I'm tired of your lying and trying to make a fight, boy It's over I don't want you no more You and your shoe gotta go Like I always do See, I'ma do me while another saves you The more I gave, the more you took Now that I'm cold, it got you shook You can never be too bad You can never be true I told you once, I told you twice One day you'll be out my life You just didn't know it was the day Time on something worthless. It's time that I'm over on it is what it is. I can't with you, boy. So boy, take this L and just walk out the door. Don't you look back, cause love ain't it no more. You won't ain't gonna finesse me anymore. I packed your shoe. I don't want you no more. You and your shoe gotta go. I'm tired of your lying and trying to make a fight, boy. It's over.
love the video too. It's over, Jamila. I love that. <laughs> I love the video also. Had a little attitude in it. I was feeling it. I, I just can't believe people uh, actually got mad at the song. Come on, son. Mm. Well, you know, all... my grandmother, my both of my grandmothers always said a hit dog will holler. So hey, she evident. I was like, look, don't blame me for your breakups. Evidently, she was gonna leave you anyway, or she just needed some upliftment to tell you she had to go. I don't know. Don't put that on me. But <laughs> I do want to give some shout outs. And that's the thing. I'm not a male bashing person. That part eventually after the fifth person did kind of bother me because I was like, you know, you could take that song either way. You could take it as an upliftment for women that know that they have a man that's not right for them that needed to hear a song that say, you know what, you got to go. It's over. Or, you know, you could look at it as in, you know, it's got a nice beat. You know, she wrote this song. You know, don't look too much into it. It's all in what you put into it. But my thing is, if it reached you either way, I got, you know, I reached you. You know, whether you didn't like it or you did like it, evidently it was effective enough to hit you in your chest either way. You know, um, but I want to give some quick shout-outs to this. The video was done by Julius Twin, who is with Digital. um, Wait a minute, let me get it right. Because he get mad at me when I say it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, Julius Twin, um, he um, has his um, his own um, you know production going on with the video. He is the bomb, as you can see. The video was truly all that. Um, I want to give thanks to Flashbeats.net, um, Eric Isaac for uh, producing that track. I want to thank. Um, Guap Music for the mixing, mastering, mastering and uh, part arrangement. I want to thank myself as well for, you know, uh, writing and part arrangement and, um, you know, doing all, you know, a good job on the song. I want to thank Ebony Childs, um, who is my uh, was my vocal coach. Uh, she was with me for three years. I want to thank her. Um, I want to thank, thank uh, Dr. Koshak, my ear, nose, and throat doctor. Um, what people fail to realize is when you're a singer, you got to keep your vocals right. And also, if you, um, you know, with the pollen and all that, you got to make sure that you keep, you know, that area right with that as well. So, you Especially know, down and the um, <laughs> Especially down there in GA. That oh, pollen my God. Is, you just don't know. I live, it, was, it attacked me every other year. And I, I was hoping for my off year. Oh, okay. It ain't going to bother me this year. But it's awful. <laughs> oh, and my, oh. my actors and models in the video, let me say them right quick, too. Um, my daughter, Yasmin Rosario, my friend, and my god sister, uh, Beverly uh, Rolick Robinson, and um, also uh, Tehran Jones. I want to thank all of those for the modeling, you know, and the uh, acting. The guy was a good actor. you got to admit it. He played his part in that video. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. I, I, I loved it. Like I said, I seen it late that night. I, I knew I had to have you on the show. Uh, question. Um, do you? I know you wrote the lyrics and and did the vocal arrangements and whatnot, but do you ever see yourself uh, producing and, you know, getting in there, put your little turban on and making some beat, yo. Did you, <laughs> you ever see yourself doing um, that? 
I mean, I know how to play the piano, but I don't know how to make a beat. Now, I've been told plenty of times that I need to write for other people. That's something that I've always been told. And my thing was like, but they're not going to feel what I feel in the song. But there's one person that I wanted to write for, but and it it bothers me because I'll never get that opportunity, and that was Whitney Houston. That was my role model. Um, I'll never get that opportunity right now. Um, but that was one person, if I was going to write for it, it would have been her. Don't worry. You you probably can write for some other people, too, and make them just as yeah. big as what you used to do your writing. Uh, don't yeah. worry. I'll, I'll keep my eye out, and if I run into somebody, I will refer them to you for real, for real. <laughs> oh, you. I'm for real, for real now. Because <laughs> I do. I music. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I do music too. So, and you know, with me doing this web radio show for as many years I've been doing it since 2004 when they first started doing web radio, I ran into a number of people. So, yeah. Also, oh, wait else? a minute, wait a minute, Taz. I got to say this because I know he's probably listening. I, I remembered the name. <laughs> Julia's twin, and it is Digiglobal Bomb. That's the name of his, um, of his, um, you know, his uh, video production. Okay. He also goes, you know, that's that's it. I had to get it out because I did not want to get a text or a inbox with Julia's upset with me. So I had to get that out. Okay. That's the guy who put the video out. Yeah, also. Julia's twin, but the name of his company is uh, is uh, is is Digiglobal. That was the name I was trying to remember. Also, uh, you ever you ever thought about uh, singing some gospel songs too? I have, I have. Um, you know, when I was um, younger, uh, people would ask me to, you know, come sing in a church. Um, I um, I sung uh, at um, a cousin of mine's funeral that passed, and uh, that was a couple of years ago. But you know, I'm just. Um, I think I'm just, more so just trying to get back into my skill and, you know, get back into, like I said, it's it's about, you know, not trying to sound like I'm selfish, anything like that, because I'm definitely not selfish if I put to the side what I wanted to do to, you know, make everything else right with everybody else and, you know, raise my family. It's, I mean, it's time for me to do me now. And, you know, it's, you know, getting into my music writing and, and putting my heart and soul in, into what I'm doing. Um, this new CD, as you can see, the sound is a little bit different because it's more of like a, um, that, uh, what, trap soul R&B sound. And that's something that I kind of had to gravitate to because I'm really like R&B. So, right. you know, uh, this is a new twist for me as far as the way that it's arranged and the way that it's kicking off. But it's it's still me in there. You know, it's yeah. still me. I haven't just sold myself out or nothing like that. I'm still doing me, but, you know, sometimes you have to kind of change up to go with what's going on to get noticed, and then you can always go back to what you really are 100% later on. Uh, the song, No Competition. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. And I was like, uh-huh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> talk that is, talk that is, <laughs> Song, no competition before I play it. No competition uh, was nothing personal again, um, but it was um, 
just basically I'm saying that, you know, this guy and I broke up or he left me for another woman, but even though while he's with the other woman, he can't stop he can't stop thinking about me, you know, and I'm letting him know that you thought what you had was better, but she could never compete with who I am or what I am, and that's why you can't stop thinking about me. So it's just basically me, like you said, talking-ish, saying, you know what, she ain't no competition, point blank. For real. <laughs> I was feeling it all the way. <laughs> See that? Uh, no Jamila. It is Jamila Taze. Jamila. Me. La. <laughs> Because we 
no competition for me. <laughs> love, love the, I love the scatting like a mug, boy. I, went, <laughs> I, I told uh, one of my artists um, that I did a song with, I said, I just need you to scat at the end. He was like, that's all you need, T-A-Z? I'm like, yeah, that's all I need, dog. So he did it, <laughs> and he didn't really hear the whole song. So when I finished the song, I sent it to him. He was like, Man, I am feeling that. I didn't know I was doing all that. I said, yeah, bro, I had to have it. (laughs) I want to thank Charlie Hall for that song. Again, he produced the track. Again, um, Guap Music. um, Noelle Bennett, he did the mixing and mastering uh, for that. And, of course, I wrote and sung the lyrics to that. Um, That CD actually was a very good CD. My daughters and I, we went and hit the streets. We did it the old school way. That CD was actually put out in 2013, and that's what Don't Block Me and, you know, the song that you just played, they were both on the same CD. We hit the streets, and in two years, believe it or not, we sold over. We stopped counting after two and a half years. We sold over 16,000 copies of that CD in the street people bought that CD. Some people, I only wanted five. People were giving me 10. Some people were giving me 20. And there was only seven songs on that CD. We, Like I said, we, we hit the streets. We went out there and a lot of those people that I sold to in the street are actually on my um, Instagram and my Facebook fan page as well as my regular Facebook page. So Jamila, 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 you notice I'm emphasizing that. It's so happy that, you know, I still have a lot of those people. I mean, I've had people inbox me a picture that they took of the CD that they still have. And I was just like in tears. I'm like, that was three years ago. You still have this CD. They still have it in their vehicles. They still have it in their homes. And, you know, it's it was just an amazing, an, an amazing experience. I met all type of people. I had homeless people actually buy my CD. I mean, you know, I had a newfound respect for, you know, yeah. even homeless people, you know. And when we were out there in those streets selling at liquor stores and stuff like that, homeless people actually washed our backs. They made sure nobody bothered me and my daughters. I mean, people were so friendly, so receptive. I had a spot in the uh, Greenbrier Discount Mall that I was renting, right. and I had the wall have the graffiti with my name and all of that all over it, and people were buying the CDs. Uh, in the in the booth, the guy that actually uh, was over the Greenbrier Discount Mall, he was like, "You you think you're gonna come in here and sell your CD and be able to pay my rent?" I was like, "Yes." He was like, "But nobody heard of you. Nobody knows you." I said, well, "I have a few fans in the street." He was like, "Think about it and come back because you know you're gonna have to pay me for my booth rent." So I went home and I came back the next day. And he was like, "You're yeah. determined." I was like, "Yes. Just give me a chance." And we came in there, and we had that booth for two years. And after the first week, he came to me, and he was like, I can't believe it. You actually selling this CD. You actually came in here and sold this CD. Yes, we did. You know, we the first week of selling that CD in my booth in that Greenberg Discount Mall alone, we sold over, in one week, we sold over, like, 250 CDs. Right. 
That took him over the the edge. He didn't believe it, did he? Yeah, it made him shut up. (laughs) So it was was an amazing project. You you sold it all over the A. It's a wonder I didn't catch you because I lived in the A up until 2015. So it's a wonder I didn't catch you out there. Man, we were everywhere, Taz. We were in Athens, Georgia. We were, oh, God, we, we were just, we were everywhere. And it was just so sweet. People were so, you know, you had some that would look down on you. I guess they looked at it as, in, you know, like some females that looked down at you like, whatever. You know, I guess they looked at it as in like a, a begging aspect or whatever. But as soon as people paid me, we would take that same money and I would um, send um send the money to this company to promote new mute to put uh to keep the money going. So, you know, right. put the definitely put the money back into the music. I mean it was like I was out there begging for change, you know, and I'm homeless or whatever, you know. We were riding in a two thousand and fifteen a year uh, uh, you know, a, a car that was a year in advance in two thousand fourteen. So it wasn't that we were, you know, homeless or whatever. It was just about promoting the music. Yeah, yeah. And once you dedicate it, that's that's all they needed to see, the dedication. Uh, mm-hmm. I want you to give your information, Jamila. Give your information. No <laughs> time. Uh, information on where people can hit you up, buy the music. Sure. Um, you can go to Jamila Wilson on Instagram. It's J. M-E-E-L-A-H Wilson. Uh, You can go to Facebook. I have my own Facebook fan page. You can go to www.facebook.com forward slash Jamila J-M-E-E-L-A-H or you can just key in capital J you know the little accent mark, the little comma at the top M-E-E-L-A-H and you can find my fan page or you can go to my business page which is Jamila Wilson once again um, J-M-E-E-L-A-H Wilson Um, you can find me and subscribe to my YouTube channel which is Jamila J low comma M-E-E-L-A-H Wilson hyphen Rosario R-O S is a Sam A-R-A-O and these are places that you can find me I did have a website but we took it down and we're creating a new one well, I appreciate you calling in. I love the music. Thank hey, you. I that, that like I said that when I when I seen that video, it reminded me, uh, dude, you need to get in contact with her. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Praise God. So I just went on and hit you up, and I and I love well, the music, you. and I'm going to listen to the rest of the music, and I love that as well. And whenever you got something new. Hit me up, please, so I can get you back on. I sure will. The next song is called In Your Face. Mm-mm-mm. And In Your Face is it's funny because it's really not a, uh answer back to the first song, but it just kind of turned out that way. In Your Face, I'll give you a little insight of what it's about. Um, you know, okay, I put the, you know, I'm no longer with this person, but he hears, you know, that I'm doing my thing and people are into music and, you know, he heard that my website is hot and, you know, that the song is doing, you know, my music is doing good and he's creeping all on my website and, you know, my page is trying to keep up with me and I'm like, oh, okay, so I heard that you watch it, so now I'm going to give you something to look at. So I'm making sure all my pictures are hot, the website is hot, and every time I drop a picture, he can't handle it. So that's what the song In Your Face is about, making him regret it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, 
tag me when it does come out. Uh, the last song I want to is All Lightly. Oh, okay. You don't like Yeah, that was produced by Beethoven. Okay. I love the song as well. Explain that one so I can rip it. Okay. Um, it was just basically saying that I wanted that I'm taking life um in stride. Don't want to be, you know, don't want to be stressed. Um, you know, I just want to, you know, take things easy. I want to, you know, be at peace with myself, and you know, I just want to, you know, take things lightly. I want to take life, you know, for what it is, but just, you know, just be easy with it. Right. Well, thank you again, Jay Mila. Thank you so much. Putting it down. Uh, I love the music, and like I said, whenever you got something new, make sure you hit me up. I will, and I promise you, once the CD is all complete, you would definitely have your your CD and and uh, uh, um, a um, what am I trying to say? Uh, um, I can't even get it out. CD, autographed copy of uh, poster, and all of that stuff. I'm gonna make sure that you get hooked up. Appreciate it so much. Thank you again. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All lightly. Near 
I have something new and flavorful to tell you. My ATL Live radio listeners, there's much more of me to come on my erotic tongue, drum beats, poetry, spoken word, performing artist, gifted child, with my passions of music running wild and free. Come closer to me. Come in. See me on the D-Block with Mega Music. And don't forget to watch Black Watch TV. Thank you, ATAZP Radio, for having me. This is Indigo Portrait. Thank you. Hey kids, it's DJ Kaufmana from Radio Freakout in New York City. You're listening to ATAZP Live, courtesy of my digital brother from a different mother, TAZ. TAZ. 